All right, everybody, we back. It's part three. We're talking about men's mental health. And if you haven't heard one and two, you need to, because it, I mean, yeah, this one, th- this one is something you need to listen to. And if you're, if you're a man out there, you need to listen to this one. If you're a female out there, you need to listen to this one because of the fact of why a female would really, ladies, why you want to listen to this is so you can help understand what your man might be dealing with um, and he cannot talk to you about it or he doesn't feel comfortable to talk to you about it. That is a very real thing of understanding the person you're with, all right? Men need to understand women and what they go through and it goes vice versa. Women, you also need to understand what men and what we go through. So this one's not, while we're talking about men's mental health, ladies, you might be dealing, you might be in a relationship with someone who is struggling in these areas and you don't know about it and you might be able to help him a little bit. And it could just simply be like, babe, I need you, you might want to listen to this, you know? So that's what, just saying, just just throwing that out there, like, all right? <laughs> we wrapped up um, part two with talking about cutting people out of your life. And when you're working on yourself, that's what you sometimes have to do. Um, And it really comes down to when you start working on yourself, it's when you it's it's a a realization that comes to you is that you've realized your self-worth in the situation. Because when you're struggling with stuff, sometimes how you worth yourself can get muddled out in the noise. And now there's a clear bell that's clicked into your brain that says, you know what, I'm worth more than what I am putting myself out there as, um, you know, and sometimes the folks who are around you want to keep you in a mindset of that you are worthless because they might be struggling with something where they don't know their self-worth. So they, it's like a buddy system, um, that kind of plays into it. There's a buddy system. That's a good side. There's a buddy system. That's a bad side. And unfortunately, sometimes usually when the bad side happens or when it starts to separate is because one of the buddies have started to realize their self-worth and now wants to work on it. And the other person isn't there yet. And again, that doesn't mean that they're not going to be, you guys might not be friends later on. It just means right now we can't, we can't be cool. Um, and you just, you just got to cut your, cut them out. I mean, I've seen um, Ryan and his hours, and I do mean hours of, of Call of Duty playing. Hours. <laughs> Just gonna put that out there. I've seen how it, it he, that version of self medication that he would use with with video games and getting lost into that. And that's a thing that a lot of men, I believe, do. They use it as an outlet of video games. And it, Call of Duty, y'all be out there. Y'all the number one. <laughs> um, not throwing shade at y'all, but I'm just saying. Um, that he used that was a way for him to escape from what he was dealing with um and then you add alcohol to it which was just it it just created this conundrum this really big clusterfuck of 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 a way for him to get through things so i've seen it i've seen it in place and i've seen how it can affect other people and it affected him and it honestly affected his uh, mind and his relationship for a good um Oh, five, almost half a year um, where we just didn't speak. And we live 
right next door to each other. And we would avoid each other like the bubonic plague. I'd go in one direction, he'd go in one the other direction. We did just, we just had, that's where we were at. Um, but that is ex- explanation of, or an example of how sometimes you got to step away and allow a person to deal with what they're dealing with because you might be hindering them from what they're dealing, what they're going through. Um, or you just can't help them. They, you you come to a point where you're like, I can't help you. You got to help yourself. And you take a step back. So some there, there's many different ways that that cutting a person out or people exit making an exit comes into play. All right. Um, so that also falls into a relationship. We've talked about a relationship a lot of different ways. Part of Ryan's struggle was a relationship. If you haven't heard it, listen to this part too, because um, he explains that in some really good detail. Um, and as I've said, ladies, this, your 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 man might be dealing with something like this. Um, and the question is, how are you gonna? Are you able? If you're not in a relationship with a man like that, how would you deal with a man who is struggling with a mental health? crisis or growth can you take on that type of burden can you take on that type of relationship are you mentally prepared for it there's a lot of things that go into it ryan is embarking on a new step of journey with himself so how do you think dating now that you're in this version of you And we all know how I like versions, all right? I tell y'all, I'm like AOL. I have defragged this system so many different damn times and created a new version of Ruben. It's it's unbelievable. I think I'm on Ruben 9.8 at this point. <laughs> so Ryan essentially has defragged the system. He's removed things out of the motherboard and hard drive. Y'all didn't think I knew um, computer computer questions and terminology like that. I know. I, I'm, I'm exciting y'all. <laughs> He he's he's over here just cheesing. He's so excited that I know these words. Um, Ryan, how do you feel now that you are creating a different version of you? How is that going to affect entering into a new relationship when you're ready? Yeah, I'll I'll start with that. Um, <laughs> I, I I will say I guess I in a lot of ways I'm a different kind of man. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that it's good. It doesn't mean that it's bad, right? At 32 years old, I have had two relationships in my entire life, and that includes dating, anything casual, anything serious. So I don't do any of those things. Um, I have had two relationships, mm-hmm. the first one being almost six years, high school, college, um, and this last one. Um, and, you know, especially in terms of guys, you have a lot of people that, uh, just go sleep around. Yeah. Um, just go sleep with somebody. We're horn dogs. We, we know. Do I've never been able to be that kind of person. It's not. It's not for me. Um, it's it's not something that that helps me in any regard. I guess. And after spending this long in a relationship, I I can't see myself with anybody for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably the healthiest choice to make. Right. Um, there were some short term like. She wanted to pursue a career and go do this other thing for five or six months. And, and I guess for me, right, I used, as we said, alcohol as a tool. But um, after, I guess, that long of a relationship, um, 
I know it's not something on the table for me for a really long time, but um, I had a really good discussion with some of the men in, in, in the forums, right? And where we look at what, what you bring to the table, how you enter a relationship and the things that, you know, you look at. Um, in terms of women, what do you what do you need or what do people look at in terms of relationships or what do you bring to the table? Because to me and most of the men that I've talked about, it's really only one thing. And what's that? Physical appearance. Okay. For the most part, right? When you look at women in a relationship or you talk to your family or your friends and I'm dating somebody or I'm with somebody, really that's kind of the only question, right? Or mm -hmm. she's beautiful. She's physically attractive, right? Mm -hmm she's good looking right those sorts of things it's a very different world especially at my age for a man right mm -hmm. talking to her friends and family and her parents right mm -hmm. it's not yes you need to be physically attractive you also need to be physically fit you oh yeah this about to be good of a good career <laughs> yeah right? how much money do you make what's your mm -hmm. credit score can you provide for a family do you have a house mm -hmm. could you protect a family mm -hmm. um what are you doing with your life, right? Mm -hmm. How much money do you make? All these sorts of things mm -hmm. are things that men from the age of 18 exiting high school are being asked, right? Mm -hmm. And for the most part, right? And there are a lot of very successful women that are pursuing careers and they want to do those things. And I'm not saying anything bad at all about any woman. Mm -hmm. um, but for the most part, right? If a woman, a woman is not working, mm -hmm or maybe doesn't have huge aspirations in terms of a career or things like that, mm -hmm. that is okay, right? That's normal, right? But if you were to go talk to her parents, what are the first questions they're gonna ask, right? What do you do for work, right? Mm -hmm. What does your career look like, mm -hmm. right? Do you have a house? Do mm -hmm. you have a vehicle? Could mm -hmm. you protect my daughter? Could mm -hmm. you provide for a future family? Can mm -hmm. you financially support that, right? Mm -hmm. um, what have you done with your life? Have you ever been in trouble? Have you ever been arrested? Mm -hmm. Do you make any bad decisions? Do mm -hmm. you use any substances, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's where a lot of the men really struggle internally and don't have those discussions. It's like that weighs on you in a very different way, right? That thought enters your mind every single morning when your feet touch the floor getting out of bed is entering a relationship, what do I bring to the table? I have to check all of these boxes, mm -hmm. right? Whereas, yes, women are doing a lot of those things and there's a lot of women way more successful than I'll ever be. But at the end of the day, most of the people in your life really ask, is she physically attractive? Is she a beautiful woman, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe if you are looking at a family in the future, you know, the whole concept of bearing children potentially, but a lot of people don't ask like, what does she do for work? What is her career? How much money does she make? Can mm -hmm. she financially support you if you needed that? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so I, I think, think those questions are asked. I, do, I think those questions are asked. I think they're asked much later though. Yeah. Um, I think those questions are asked via, and they're usually asked by your core friends um, rather than just, random like acquaintances so to speak um but i do get what you're saying all of those questions are <laughs> like you get <laughs> grilled like very especially if you are talking to the father 
um, you are going to get grilled um, um, a, a real hard of what can you how can you provide for my daughter? It, and that's just, and let me, re, let me put this out there. Can you provide for whoever it is? Like if, if, if it's a daughter, if it's a man, however, whatever relationship you are in, usually the person who is, takes on the more masculine role i would say is the one who gets these type of questions but in a in a relationship with a man and a woman a the man gets these questions grilled into them very hard and it's mainly because men are told you need to do all these things very early on in life like you have to same way women are kind of groomed to be you know for lack of a better term a, sub, a submissive woman or you need to provide the home for your for your husband you know meals you you bear children and stuff like that and i'm not saying i know it sounds like i'm speaking in a in a very archaic terminology but at the end of the day whether it's archaic or not there are a lot of women who are out here who still who still operate under this particular terminology I don't, whatever your terminology or how you choose to live your life is totally up to you. I support anyone who wants to live their life any way they want to. But at the end of the day, it's still talked about. It's still a very real thing that is out there. Don't believe me? Watch The Housewives, okay? Y'all know, I'm a, y'all know I'm a big housewife person. And there are some housewives who that is their whole thing. Of I provide for the home and he provides for the family financially. So man has to reach these goals, um, all of these things to keep you up. And then that's even before you even get married. After you're in the relationship, now you gotta keep this shit going, (laughs) which is even more of a weight, especially if you've added children into the mix. Now you're the provider, the protector, not only for the mother, but also your children. So these things are all that weigh onto a men's mental. And I'm not saying that they don't, that there's things that don't affect women's mental, but it's just a different level of mental weight that men deal with that unfortunately is kind of just pushed under the rug. And I think a lot of it is not the external questions that come from other people. That's really, especially in in terms of myself, that's not where it affects it. Mm -hmm. It's yourself. Asking yourself those yeah. questions every day, right? Yeah. So I've had a lot of good discussions with some close friends on, you know, the the masculine versus the feminine and how do you pursue those roles, right? Because they change drastically over time mm-hmm. and they're different in every relationship and that's totally fine. But at the end of the day, if you can't identify where you need to fit into those roles at certain times, it makes things difficult, right? Mm-hmm. So um, that was another difficulty, I think, in my own relationship was kind of fulfilling or identifying those roles, right? Where maybe a more masculine man that needs a purpose in terms of a career or it provides me, I guess, um, maybe you can call it happiness to be able to provide for a woman I am in a relationship with in certain ways. Um, If you were to not have that role anymore, you kind of feel lost, right? Mm -hmm. Um, There are people um, that I've had discussions with where I, you know, the woman financially does a lot of the heavy lifting and for them, that is very demasculating. And in a lot of ways they have to kind of work through and deal with some of those things. 
and in a lot of relationships that works and that's totally fine right mm -hmm. um but those roles kind of get blurred and that's okay um but for most men it's really not okay like i i've kind of struggled with that i guess going through my own relationship with someone who could potentially be a lot more masculine at times in certain regards and aspirations in yeah. life and that's fine yeah. um but I guess at the end of the day, like there are things that I have to do to be okay. Mm -hmm. And it's okay with my own mental health and that being providing for a family, if that needed to be the case, both financially, both physically having a roof over your head, having food on the table, right? Like, and I don't care what your job or your profession is, right? At the end of the day, your masculine role of fulfilling those duties to most men is priority one mm -hmm. right and whatever that looks like so right. um i've had a lot of good discussions with men that uh, are really struggling with some of that there's a lot of women that are pursuing careers out there and kind of putting family second and that's fine that's your decision there are there are people who do that right um but identifying those roles is uh is not an easy process i guess nowadays but when you look at women and what they bring to the table or what they need to, I guess, entering a relationship, right? Um, even your friends or your family, they're their first impulse as a thought or a um, sentence is physical, right? Wow, she is very beautiful, mm -hmm. right? As a man, typically her parents' first thought is, what does he do for a living? Yeah. Right? And I have been in situations where I was asked those questions, right? I had an interesting encounter where I kind of withheld things early on, but it was, you know, what, oh, what do you do for a living? I'm in the military. Oh, okay. So you, uh, you enlisted and live in the barracks and all that. And I'm like, you know, sure. You can go with whatever. So you didn't go to school then or nothing like that either. Yeah. Okay. And I just, you know, let it go on and on, but no, I went to college and I got two degrees and I actually commissioned and I've been doing it for over 10 years and I don't live in the barracks and I have done some other things on the side like real estate and investments and a mm -hmm. lot of things with the stock market and yes I'm in a quite different place but thank you for your presumptions of who I am as a human right, right. so but all of those questions are asked by men right and and those are things I guess more so where it's not the external people asking the questions it's we think about those things every day, right? Mm -hmm. Whether you're in a relationship or not, right? With the thought of potentially entering a relationship, you know those questions, those things are on the table. You can't mm -hmm. be jobless at 30 years old living with your parents expecting to enter a relationship with a attractive woman who is maybe successful in some ways in a certain career or, or something I, like that in her life. I don't think you need to be entering into any type of relationship, whether attractive, unattractive, successful or not. If you are 30 plus years old and you are at home with your parents, this is not a dig. This is a reality. You are in a state in your life at that point in time that you are working on you. You're trying to figure uh, you're you're still trying to figure yourself out or you might have figured yourself out and had a setback. I don't know the story, but I think what you're in that place in your life, really trying to bring someone into another person into the mix could create way more problems than you are ready to embark on. I think a lot of times people jump into things um, prematurely. 
Um, and now you are in a whole new, you, you have the first problem you was already dealing with, and now you've added something else to it. People need to learn to deal with the problem that they're right in front of them first before they add anything else into, because it does weigh on to your mind and your mental stability when you start adding too many things. And when you already are dealing with stuff that you didn't have control over them being put onto you. And then now you do have control over adding in another person into your life or how, whatever else you add in. Maybe it's a car payment. It's a person. It's a house. You had a choice to add these particular things in here. But you did now. And now you have more. I think you need to really take a step back. Like you said originally, it's going to take a while for you to be comfortable going into a relationship. That is a lot of weight that I think people are will mull over in yeah. this particular episode because it's it sounds just like a statement for that person. But at the end of the day, it's reality. If you're going through something where you are rebuilding yourself or you're working on yourself, especially in a mental side, taking a step back before entering into any type of relationship is a really good idea. Because how can you really love that person or be completely with that person that you choose to be with if you still have some unresolved things that you need to work on? I will agree and disagree with you. There are certainly things that you said I absolutely agree with, right? And working on yourself is a process. Mm. However, um, I guess, especially in terms of my own previous relationship, there are weird ways the universe works that do not make sense. And love is one of those weird things where they do not make sense, right? Yeah. I was, um, I was living in Georgia at the time on orders to go to Eglin down in Florida, which later got changed to Fort Riley in Kansas. But I was living in a hotel room with my dog at Fort Sill doing fires training all over the place. So many unknowns, right? Mm -hmm. I had a last minute change where I was buying a house in Florida, moving to Fort Riley, Kansas at the last second, living in a hotel, driving to Texas because I had a few friends there who were watching my dog during the week while I was training when I met her. Right. And I met a girl in college, right? Still had a lot of time left in college, both in terms of living, um, just physical states, right? All, none of it made any sense at all whatsoever, mm -hmm. right? Um, you would have thought it may have been a, a fling while I was there for a while, but mm -hmm. for me, it wasn't that, right? Mm -hmm. So it was a terrible time to meet anybody, but I think for me, I'd closed myself off for so long after the only other relationship I've been in that mm -hmm. um, it was nice to meet somebody that, you know, in, and there are still even after the relationship, a thousand qualities that I love, right? And I always will. Um, but there were times like that was a time in my life where I should have been completely focused on trying to figure out a, a situation where I didn't even know I, where I was going to live in six weeks, yeah. right? Which state? Yeah. Kansas and Florida are very different. Um, but I met somebody and I didn't close myself off. And then four years later, we were still together trying to figure things out. So, um, I don't know. There's times in your life. I think 
more important you need to be open and upfront with somebody about it whether it's mm. hey i don't drink or i'm going through things or i just got out of something long term mm. that i'm still working through and getting over mm -hmm. i may need some time right yeah. um and i've done some therapy stuff too and, and that was part of the discussion too right um where maybe you don't close everything off, but I think being upfront with some, because everybody nowadays has either dealt with something or is going mm -hmm. through something, right? So I think the more important part is like being upfront about these things. Hey, I dealt with this the last year or two. I'm, I'm working through things and getting over things. It may take me some time to be completely myself. And if you're okay with that, then this is where I'm at currently, right? Um, so I think if you have that discussion, especially early on and you're honest about it, and I think that's where I've really kind of focused any discussion and it, it's not a intimate relationship because I won't be ready for that for a long time, but, um, just even interactions with guys and other things, right. Wanting to do something or talk about something where it's, you know, mm -hmm. my emotions may be different or charged in a certain way because I still have these thoughts or I'm going through these things or, Hey, I'm still staying away from alcohol and I don't need bad influences in my life. Right. right. Things like that. But I think, I think, yeah, if you're being open and honest, even entering a possibly intimate relationship, as long as you're open about it, then I don't think anybody's going to get hurt. I think it's better that way. I think it's all about proceeding with caution. Right. I think that's the best way to put that is to proceed with caution. I will say um, that, as you mentioned, women are doing some monumental things in, in the world of business. And I think that, or just in general. Um, and I think that men dealing, struggling with mental health is, it, there's, you're going to wind up, there's a strong possibility you're going to wind up dating an alpha female. Um, there's an episode called dating the alpha, the alpha female and i think that that is something that an alpha female needs to also take into account of you might be dating an alpha male but an alpha male with a twist which means he's um mentally aware of where his place is that's not necessarily saying that he can't deliver on these areas that you want him to deliver on he just happens to have a stronger understanding of his mental state um and the alpha female needs to understand that um i think especially i will say this in terms of my own relationship right where women that want to pursue careers and do all of these other things outside of a relationship in their life right um i will say and this is honest even though i dealt with it in difficult ways in my own relationship that I love and fully support all of that. Mm -hmm. The difficult part, right, is females need to understand that if they are that type of person, right, and you're going to pursue a serious relationship, there are also requirements for that serious relationship, right? There are things that you can do, mm -hmm. I, I won't say should do, but you probably should. Um, if you want to pursue both and you want to have a really supportive man in that process, there are going to be things where you don't make the man feel like that career will always come first before you, before this relationship, right? You can be successful and do all of those things. There are a million small things that you can do 
even as simple as text messages at certain times of day or when something's going on or hey i know i've been away for a little while i just wanted you to know i'm thinking about you i really miss you kind of things that mm. really affect a relationship so if you want to pursue both it's absolutely possible people are doing it but it's the people that give everything to maybe a career or give everything to a potential opportunity they're pursuing and want a serious relationship just mm. don't devote any of the effort or the time to that yeah that makes the other person confused yeah right? it makes it very confusing um and it causes problems in relationships i sure. can so. totally agree i i've uh, struggled with that i I'm a very career-driven person, um, so I have a tendency to put relationships on a back burner because um, I've just always been like that. But we know that I want a power couple. We Y'all know out there that I'm trying to be part of a power couple. I'm trying to be the Beyonce and uh, the Jay-Z of the podcast world. Um, <laughs> so y'all know, y'all know. I'm getting to those red numbers. Um, we're going to wrap this up in episode four because I really want to... Um, Ryan to give us a little bit more background history or a little bit more knowledge in regards to um, the Men's Health Archive, which is the foundation that he's affiliated with and is working with closely with his own mental health. So I really want to talk about them a little bit more in the um, in the final episode. So um, if you are out there and you're needing some help, you know that there's outlets. So tune in to episode four as we wrap this up. Um, it's going to be good. We're going to wrap it up soon here.